Hello and welcome everybody to Theory of Anything podcast, episode number 49.2. Yes. I am your host, Devon. <laughs> Hello, Devon. Joining me Hello, are Devin. my co-hosts, Ford. Hello, Ford. And Dad. Hello, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> How are you fine gentlemen doing today? Very well, thank you. Mm, I'm, I'm excited. Good. I'm ready to talk about the topic at hand. The subject in, in question. Hand. Yes, yes. Good. Yep. yeah. You're all prepped and ready to go. Excited. That makes oh, two good. of us. We'll have a good conversation, let's hope. Obviously today you, you can probably guess by the title what we're talking about, and that will come up uh, shortly. But first, <sighs> has anyone got any pickups for us today? I don't think I have. Um, let me just check. Obviously last time we spoke about the scandal in Bohemia, mm-hmm. which was the uh, Sherlock Holmes novel, or the, the short story. Yes. Previous to that, we talked. Uh, had we did we review on Four Guys, the game. Yeah. Yeah, which I couldn't play, but I watched happily. <laughs> yeah. I think you missed um, out, to be honest. Yeah, and then before that, going back a bit further, we've done Thriller by Michael Jackson album. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. I enjoyed that one. And uh, before <laughs> that, the film, so I'll, I'll stop there after this one. Yeah. The film was Planet of the Apes. The old one. Ah. Charlton yeah. Heston one, yeah. Any yeah. memories of any of those that have returned to you since? I mean, I've got fond memories of the Planet of the Apes. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's probably How one do you think this Well, it's it's apocalyptic, isn't it? Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> we're back on the old. It's, apocalyptic it's got a similar feeling to it, doesn't it? I mean. Yeah. Theme. Yeah. yeah. Like we weren't already living through apocalyptic yeah, no. times. Trying to escape okay. from it, and uh, you get bombarded <laughs> by the films. <laughs> I haven't listened to any more Michael Jackson, I must admit, and I haven't read any more from Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, that's, that's a bit sad, actually. And I haven't played Four Guys again yet. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time. Yeah. 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 So, as far as pickups are concerned, sorry, Devon, I don't think I can help you. That's okay. Ford, you got anything? No, that's, that's uh, oh, wow. it for me. If our YouTube uh, viewings, I know they're quite low often, because I think, I, I like to think anyway, that our major, major audience comes to this through their podcast apps um it's a reflection of um the listenership's interest i don't know but it's interesting that scandal in bohemia has had quite a high number of views since highest since actually um going as far back as episode 38 yeah which, which had a, an equivalent kind of number of viewings yeah that was the fortnight one wasn't it yeah yeah so that's interesting that you know that it's, it's been a higher higher viewed oh i see yeah. so we need to be a hybrid channel of sherlock holmes and Fort guys Fort- oh sorry fortnight fortnight yeah mm. <laughs> that's where pe- that's where people are interested these days i see yeah, yeah. I don't Gen- know how we'd mesh yeah. that together, but I'm sure we could. Generally, the um, the more video content we've got, so the games that we play, like Eve or Fall Guys and things like that, they on YouTube they produce more views. But with Fall Guys, as you say, it, 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 it got less views than Scandal and Bohemia. So yeah, which is quite interesting. Yeah, so you can't yeah. predict it, can you? No counting for no. folk, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Off topic. That's all I wanted to say. About so that. yeah, if we've got nothing else to, to talk about um, prior, then we could just go straight into it, you know. And now it's time for film assignment chatting. So this episode, we have tasked ourselves with the the mission of watching and re reviewing the film I Am Legend by mm. Will Smith in two thousand and seven. Right? Yeah, two thousand and seven. Yeah. I give a little bit of a breakdown, I suppose. This is, well, I guess a little bit loosely based off of Omega Man, um, 
watches the film. Was that the earliest one, or was that the was that no. book come out before then, Ford? I, I think yeah. the book came first. Yeah, the book I Am Legend came out first, and then Omega Man, which is based off yes. that. But to be yeah. fair, Omega Man is also loosely based on the book, so yes. we've got a translation of a translation here. Yes, mm. which um, which I quite like. We follow the journeys of a man called Robert Neville um, as he traverses New York City. I think it is all alone, apart from him and his dog. We find out through various flashbacks that the world has gone to pot, and there's a huge mm. kind of. Uh, apocalypse going on and that there's what some may call zombies and some may not <laughs> okay are um, we going are we going in that route conversation <laughs> i wasn't planning to i thought it, i thought it might go there um but basically we're, we're basically looking through his struggles of being alone and how that, how that translates to him potentially not being alone anymore fighting for his life I suppose for most of mm. it yeah yes is he, is he struggling to find a cure isn't he because for some reason he's a general in the army but yes. he's uh, also a medical doctor which is he, kind of weird yeah, he's got his lab underneath his house where he's testing on yeah. these zombie people or is these he infected an people ep epidemiologist is that the correct phrase we is should it? be familiar with these terms seen as the last 18 months have been yeah. hard with kind of <laughs> epidemiologists um Obviously, the study of epidemics, isn't it? Yeah. But we've not been in an epidemic, we're in a pandemic. So, oh, yeah, oh, that's a good oh. point. <laughs> yeah, could be something different completely. Good point. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. Does, does that mean you've got to be a pandemiologist? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, he, he's he got some kind of understanding of what's at large, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess yeah. through trial and error, he's um, just trying different mm. things. He. Maybe something to do with his blood is is good, so he's trying things with that, mm. and you know, because he hasn't turned into a zombine. A zombine. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's the three three words that were used to describe the uh, the bad guys in this. Mm. They were either referred to as infected. Yep. Hemocytes, or the oh. dark seekers. Dark, dark seekers. What is a hemocyte? A hemocyte, I don't know, but it's referred to in somewhere. I've read that they were, um, I don't know if it's in some kind of the documentation within the film, but uh, yeah, hemocytes was another, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm, cool. All yeah. right. Anyway, that's well, just, if... at, but no, at no point mm, are they referred to the zombies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd like to point out <laughs> that in the book, they are definitely vampires. 100%. Yes, they are vampires. Oh, vampires. Mm. Yes. Ah. I did uh, listen to a bit of that, Ford. Um, oh, good. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about putting garlic up to protect themselves and mirrors and things Seriously? like that to stop okay. the vampires coming in, yeah. And he's making steaks and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. full-on vampire. And he's, and he's feeling allured to the vampires as well mm. in some weird way. It's a bit strange. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. So, okay. as you can see, like, and in um, Omega Man, I'm pretty sure they're full on zombies, aren't they? They're bit, they're... I have to go back and watch that yeah. again. And I did think to myself it'd been helpful if I had done that before we recorded this, but I'm sorry I haven't had the time. Yeah. So maybe that'll make a good pick up. I think I've only watched it once, and I was like, years and years yeah. and years ago. So I, I will I try and watch it. I do have it uh, on disc, so I'll, I'll try and watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so this film starts, doesn't it, with the opening scene? Uh, there's yeah. a woman being interviewed. And... Emma, Emma Thompson. Who, funnily Thompson, enough, doesn't get any credit at all in the film. No, she's not mentioned. Mm. In the, she's uncredited, which is quite unusual for somebody of her caliber. Emma it's a bit strange. The, yeah. the scientist who's interviewed. Yeah, go on for it. What are you going to say about that? And uh, apparently, she's found a cure for cancer by mm -hmm. changing measles. 
to work mm. for the body rather than against it or whatever. Yeah. So that's quite fun. Um, yeah. But that is the cause of, I assume something goes wrong, I guess it what, gets exactly, out of hand. Yeah. yeah. We don't um, actually hear, do we, what happened, but we see the results of that several years later by the looks of it anyway. It, it makes people super aggressive. How did you think the uh, CGI held up in this? I didn't think so. When there's dodgy landscapes and, and you got the lions and the rats and it, it and the zombies even it kind of looked a bit janky i thought i don't know really? i mean it's Did 2007 it? i thought for 2007 mm. it's quite good but it's just that bit where like he's driving along and he's just the worst deer hunter ever and the deer are jumping all over the place and then he slows down and there's a lion situation it just doesn't work very well i thought really? yeah i think they they overestimated their abilities there. i think the the scene itself is quite good but yeah, maybe the CGI isn't up to scratch in terms of the lion's face and things like that and some of the movements. Yeah. Well, There's like hundreds of deer there. I mean, come on. He could easily shoot one of them. <laughs> so, what's, what's he doing? Wait, that's, a different, that's a different matter, isn't it? That's not yeah. the quality of the CGI. <laughs> I think that the CGI is the if the composition of the number of animals is a concern. That's one thing. But uh, yeah. I didn't. it didn't jump out at me as being shanky, though. Oh, really? Uh, um, I thought it was relatively good for, you know, what is effectively a 15-year-old film, nearly. Yeah. Mm. But to, to compare it, um, Spider-Man 3 came out then. Um, oh, right. We got um, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. I know you don't particularly like that. I'm no. trying to find ones that have any CGI. Transformers, the first one. The bad guys in Pirates of the Caribbean are all CGI, aren't they? Yeah, the, the yeah. water, sea, cursed ones that turn into barnacles and things. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty believable. I yeah, think. I think the CGI in the uh, Dead Man's Chest and that World's End, the second and third one, uh, mm. uh, really, really good. Very really? good. Yeah. If I were compared to the, the, that film to I Am Legend in CGI, then yeah, I'd say Pirates of Caribbean is better. But uh, I would argue it's probably got a bigger budget, maybe. I don't know. I wonder whether how much of the, um, what we're going to call them, the infected or the dark seekers or the yeah. vampires, home, zombies, homocytes, uh, <laughs> zombies. Uh, uh, how much of that was CGI and how much of it was makeup? Acting? Oh, yeah. I mean, I assumed it was all CGI, but no, I, yeah, I it's a good question. It is. Yeah, I think a, a good amount of it, I think, I, especially on faces and things, I think that was probably makeup yeah. rather than CGI. <laughs> like a lot of the running and things had a lot of weight to them, so I, I would be surprised if it was CGI. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looked quite good. Yeah, this film takes a little while to get going. I think maybe you're supposed to sort of feel the slowness and the loneliness, and maybe that's the point. I was yes, just kind definitely. of it's like the day in, of... day out type thing, isn't it? Yeah, just doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah, how how has he survived all this time? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. He's in, his sort of matter of factness about being in a city completely alone. Yeah, is what's quite striking. I think. Uh, I, I mean, you talked about the environment. Apparently, a lot of that was real. Um, really? They, yeah, they um, they would take over. I think they were given just like twenty four hours in some places to completely dress the sets, mm. and uh, they did film in the locations that we think we're seeing. Yeah, they got and, um, uh, got Grand Central Viaduct, several blocks yeah. of Fifth Avenue, and Washington Square Park completely like closed off so they could film. Yeah, them. yeah. Which is phenomenal, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and one thing I th it did occur to me was I really liked the environments. I th I believed it was that city that was being yeah. neglected for that number of years, and the destruction and the 
um, obvious uh, apparentness of an abandonment had happened, you know, yeah. the rush at which people were trying to leave, you know. Oh, yeah. And it, it reminded me greatly of playing The Last of Us games. Mm because I don't know if you've experienced either of those two games yet, but I'm in the middle of um, playing the second one, and it's part of what appeals to me about that game is what happened here, you know? Yeah. Look look at this. How did it get like this? What does that, you know, those vehicles, those buildings half destroyed, you know, and fascinating, really, really. That's why I enjoyed this film in the way that I did, I think. Yeah, and I think that's, that's why it started off yeah. slowly to try and set the scene. Exactly um, to yeah. build the world in in a place like New York, which is the complete opposite of what we had, what what we're seeing. It's somewhere some that's yeah. no people at all. It's quiet mm. and it's natural. Yeah. It's like that's just the opposite of what New York is or any major city. Yeah. And mm. yeah, it gets very striking. Rather than having like a scene in mm. the countryside, like yeah, that could be deserted, but it'd be quite normal. Whereas in the yeah. in the middle of New York City, it's like it's something similar was done with the Twenty Eight Days Later film. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that, and I don't know if it was so much in the Twenty Eight Weeks Later, but the first one, Twenty Eight Days, was again, a, a, if you like, infected slash zombie film. It also used the, the uh, abandoned streets of London as a as a set. You know, so mm. that was quite mm. an interesting comparison. I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think when I say it takes a little while to get going, I'm thinking of the 28 minutes till you see the first zombie sort of thing. Yeah, mm. and but you're already well, starting in that zombies are everywhere sort of world. Yeah, but it? you got the flashbacks still to give con to like, yeah. to like build up like oh yeah, what what is what happening? Happened. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. To try and create a sort of linear story, even though you've got flashbacks. Um, I, I thought it was funny in the flashbacks where you see people wearing masks and it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But only, oh, only, the, only the military guys are wearing masks, so yeah. what's that about? Did, did you get a real COVID feel to this the flashback? I did, a bit. I did a bit, yeah. Definitely mm. in that, that extraction, not that we ever had any experience quite like that, but the panic and the anxiety that was going on. And the scene that affected me the most was when the woman tried to hand him the little girl that she's got oh yeah and and her eyes have started to bleed and oh yeah that was yeah. really it's got punch yeah oh you think gosh she's about to turn you know yeah um it's what you don't see i think that affects you the most yeah for sure yeah yeah i think as well i'll enemy. just i'll just say this yeah exactly this about this this slow start is i think as well the insight into his everyday life that how he's coped i mean he comes home every evening and he restocks his larder and he's watching the television and his home comforts seem very nice don't don't they you know and yeah. he's created a, a safe environment for himself and he's obviously got an alarm that tells him when it's you've got to get home on his what wrist watch you know what was also interesting we had to see that to see uh, uh, oh and the communication with the mannequins that was something i wanted to talk yeah. about yeah me too Fred, yeah, do, you, do you do you think he's actually going insane, or do you think he's well, just being funny? Have you read my notes? I've just written that. <laughs> I thought I'll, I'll say, was he going mad? And I think particularly in res his response to that mannequin that he appeared not to expect to see, yeah. which leads to him being trapped, which leads to him. Mm, that's right. Okay. Dog. So yeah. there's a scene where he's driving along, and one of the mannequins he talked to earlier 
Predator. turns up in the middle of the street yeah, and yeah. he he loses it and yeah. that it, he falls into a trap because of it. I think he. Yeah. But who set the trap? Who set it? Well, yeah. Maybe the, maybe the infected are getting quite smart. The infected. So they exactly. I think it was that alpha one, wasn't it? The one that referred to as the alpha zombie in a lot yeah. of the reading I've done about this. Well, he's um, the one who sprung the trap. He was one holding the dogs, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Ah, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, according to, in terms of like whether he was going mad or not, um, apparently, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when he calls out to Fred on the street, um, the mannequin looks mm. like it moves its head a little bit. Yeah. Because it was, yeah. Because it was actually being played by a mime yeah. um, to try and mess with people's minds to try and make them feel like they were going a bit crazy as well. Yeah. So it, is, I, it, I, it was about like his, his sanity. It's him, yeah. 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 What? In the book version, I'm not going to do this many times, but in the book version, <laughs> he is definitely going insane. Like, there's yeah. no yeah. two ways about it. He's, he's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I thought it was kind of vague in this, so I didn't know if that was intentional or not. Yeah. But, yeah. but I did ask that question, was he going mad? Um, because in many ways, he seems to have got it all together. He's doing his experimenting, you know, he's doing his testing. I, I mean, don't know, because yeah, when... he's, he's feeding his dog veg. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's but, but when it gets to night time, like you're talking about the um, creature comforts he has at home. When it gets to yeah. night time, the the world outside picks up and creates a yeah. horrible noise, yeah. and he ends up just sleeping in the bath with his dog, hiding in the bath. Like yeah. the amount of stress yeah. that he's undergoing, like there's no yeah. there's no wonder that he's like I don't know his sanity is suffering was mental health is, is suffering. Well. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like everything outside wants to kill me, and I'm just yeah. in here. Plus the trauma of he's just lost his wife and daughter. Well, just lost, but he had previously yeah. lost his wife and daughter. And I think the most disappointing scene of the film. Oh, uh, yeah, mm. I, I I find that in terms of implausibility. Oh, um, the two helicopters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they could I have done something was... more interesting, couldn't they? Like, yeah, made a part where he has to choose between I don't know putting them down or something like that if they've turned yeah. or anything oh, like that. But there there was about six people hanging off the bottom of that helicopter that <laughs> eventually cr- or proceeds to crash into his wife's helicopter and. Uh, six people hanging off the bottom of a helicopter don't make it go out of control like that. Maybe just a really bad pilot. And he, well, he was an even worse pilot because you can, you do have some kind of control over a helicopter when it's going out of control. Mm. You can still kind of avoid. You could have, you could have dumped that in the sea, in the river rather. You know, it, it didn't have to crash into the only other helicopter that was nearby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it could have been done better because this, yeah. this is the same premise that needs to be concluded. He lost his his wife and his daughter. It's just, mm-hmm. but there's, there's so many better ways to do it. I think that made yeah. it more impactful. That was yeah. just kind of like a random fluke type thing. It didn't feel. It was a bit of a disappointment. That bit was for me. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking well, of ex- maybe extreme, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, maybe that's a finished point. Maybe the whole point was that it was a random fluke due to human negligence and people's fault rather than the virus's fault because they didn't yeah. they didn't die to the virus. They died because people got selfish and wanted to jump on yeah. board this helicopter. Speaking of yeah. extremely sad deaths. The dog. Mm. So, is that the saddest dog death ever, or are we? Is John Wick in the running? What do you think, Marley? I haven't me? seen John Wick. <gasps> you haven't seen John Wick? No. Oh, well. oh, Sorry. I hope you don't like dogs. Um, I, I go back to what I was saying about the that the whole dog death comes about because he he made a mistake. It was his fault, wasn't it? Yeah. And all of a sudden, when he's carrying the dog after the attack, he's now able to run a lot quicker. Than before, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if he'd run as fast as that before the dog attack with the other dogs, there wouldn't have been a dog death. <laughs> yeah. Is my thoughts on that anyway. Yeah. But yeah, when he gets back, we all know what's going to happen, or we presume what's going to happen. He knows what's going to happen. And just to, again, it's not what you see, it's what you don't see, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because it focuses on his face rather than on the dog. His face, yeah. 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 And how much he's he's struggling. Yeah. Isn't there a sadder dog death in Marley and me? No, no one cares about that. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, okay. Quite different dog death in Marley and me. Yeah. yeah. I think it's quite quite crazy that that dog survived that long. Yeah. Um, Because obviously he's not immune. If he gets bit or scratched, then it's uh, it's game over for him. Yeah. Just like anyone else apart from um, our man Neville. I suppose. Well, in this film, it's three years. In the book, it's like six months or something. Oh, really? So that's interesting to some people, I guess. That would allow for the uh, understanding of his mental condition, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, six months. I don't think you can. You wouldn't lose it that quickly. But well, well, in the uh, should I do do the in the book? In the book. book, Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) All right. In the book, it's so much better. Because I, I can't recommend it enough. It's very different in in tone and message, and yeah. there's a, there's sadder dog stuff if you can believe it, <laughs> and it's a different ending. Um, so in the book you've got the vampires uh, sentient, and they're talking and they're teasing him out every yeah. night, and they're mm-hmm. they're screaming his name and stuff, and it's as if it, the book is meant to be horror. This I think is more thriller. What does it say? Mm, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It is a thriller film, mm-hmm. although it's pretty good for a horror book. I've never really indulged in horror very much, but that was pretty good. Really? Uh, yeah. I so do, I do want to finish it. To be fair, yeah, I did enjoy oh, yeah. what I listened to. You're hooked. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's, it's very got Great tones to it. Are you listening or reading? I was listening because that's what Ford sent me, but I might read it because okay. it's better reading it. Uh, the I Am Legend title. It doesn't make sense in the film. Not in the same way it does in the book, anyway. Okay, yeah. It's referred to as him being a legend, isn't there? You know, mm. which I didn't. I, I've it's... always wondered why. Why is the title "I Am Legend"? But it yeah. seems a bit forced. Like it's they made that scene because of the title, rather than the other way around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he is. He would never have said that, would he? It's no. not. Uh, I am legend. It's it's not something he would say of himself. So. Yeah. Well, in the book, it's a very different meaning to that. That phrase. I'll just say I can't rec- recommend it enough. But yeah, that's oh, the end. Yeah. That's the end of my in the book bit. What's okay. the meaning? I can't. You don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for people. Mm. It's it's the it's the whole point of oh, right, the okay. book. Then, yeah, yeah I'm legend don't, don't, don't bit, and it's and it's not what you think. So eventually, a a woman shows up. Oh, he, he he gives up on life after losing his dog or some such, and he kind of commits a suicide run, trying to kill as many vampires as possible. Yeah. Um, like, and I suppose you could say that was a little bit weird because he still had a task to even without a dog. He still had to try and find a cure, didn't he? Yeah, but mm. we know his mental health was suffering. Like, yeah. he's what, what's he got to hold on to apart from the the vague hope that maybe one day he'll find he some kind of cure? Save mankind. But after but after three years of trying, you're by yourself. You get no input from anyone else. Yeah, yeah and he, I think the human psyche ha- is quite fragile. Mm. Yeah. So very coincidentally, at this particular moment, a woman shows up and saves his life just uh, at with- the right time. Yeah, with a kid, and um, yeah, and and a f- what I presume to be a flare, right? Yes. Which kind of I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm nitpicking because generally oh, here, I did enjoy this film, but I don't think flares give off UV light, which is what was proven to affect in an earlier scene 
when he was doing an experiment on a on a, an infected person he got in his lab mm. uh, he uses the word uv light and shows a reaction to the skin but this i thought it was a flare gun of some sort yeah that yeah. causes the zombie oh dear infected <laughs> um <laughs> hemocyte uh, that um, was about to kill him to run away yeah it's it's difficult to tell what's going on in that scene but yeah because we're seeing it from the main character's perspective and yeah. he's not he's kind of knocked out it's all sort of blurry sort of thing isn't yeah, it yeah yeah but I thought I don't think that's. You hear the sound of a flare gun almost going, or one of those hand torch flares. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't think that would be enough to react. They, to they a, do a produce zombie. heat, but yeah, it's not. It's not UV light, is it? Yeah. No, because he'd just need like a flamethrower. He'd be fine, wouldn't he? You know, yeah. you'd, you'd be better off with a flamethrower than a machine gun, almost. You know. Anyway, that was just one slight criticism. Yeah. yeah. So her turning up just at the right time was was kind was very good, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice of her, yeah. Yeah, very good of her. Yeah. Time. And then it's obviously his struggles of um, acclimatizing to be with people again. Yeah. And he doesn't really know how to talk to them, how to behave with them. Um, yeah, he, he he starts talking about music and he talks about Bob Marley and the woman doesn't know. Now, yeah. I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing about music, literally. Well, almost literally. And even yeah. I've heard of Bob Marley. Well, come on. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit, yeah. This woman's insane. Yeah. It's not been like decades, has it, that she wasn't born back then. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's been three years and she's an adult. So I yeah. think it was the, the Bob Marley quote that I wrote that um, really kind of, yeah, it was a nice inclusion. I think Yeah, I, I like Bob that, Marley. yeah. The, the people who are trying to make this world worse are not taking a day off. How can I? And then I think it was light up the darkness. Is that the quote you were thinking? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he uses it to much better effect in the in the story. Yes, that's right. Yeah. But it's a great quote, isn't it? And it's a great point. And and it kind of if if I want to in, inject a little bit of spiritual content Ooh. into it, I think that's true of Christians as well, isn't it? Do you um, think most Christians take the day off? Well, we can't afford to take the day off, can we? Certainly in our prayer lives. Mm. It's just a thought, just a passing thought. Yeah. And also. Uh, another, there is other spiritual content in this film because Anna, the woman he meets who saves his life, um, seems to have a face, doesn't she? Oh, very uh, much so. Yeah, that's that's her belief. Uh, and he, but he contradicts himself in this film, I think, because he uh, he, uh, he says to her, "There is no God." But earlier on, um, he talk, tells. Anna, that uh, God didn't do this. People did it. <laughs> we all people did it. We did it. Yeah, we mm, did it. Yeah. All people did it. I think. Yeah. So it's like. Well, I think that could be said by an atheist. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, it's that's a bit heart wrenching if you think about it because at the very beginning, uh, when he's trying to get his family out in the flashback, mm. he's praying mm. with them, isn't he? Yeah. And as they're about to leave, he prays with them. Yeah. And then they die. Yeah. And and then you see him in the future, and he's clearly lost his faith. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 That's if you. Yeah. It, they don't make a big deal of that, but yeah, it's kind of. It's a nice touch, isn't it? Yeah. To show what how he's doing. It can show you how, when terrible circumstances hit, it can be enough sometimes mm. to shake shake a faith that's not. Like, uh, how can I word this? <laughs> um, it can shake some faith, can't it? Some oh, yes. people's faith when circumstances go against you. Yeah. I don't over spiritualize it, but I do think, you know, some people, when those things happen, 
when tragedy hits, you either draw close to God or you blame God, don't you? That can be the two kind of reactions that a lot of people might have. Yeah. You draw close to him to get through it and rely on your faith, or it's it's a time which can cause you to walk away from him. Marley Neville, Robert Neville's daughter, was actually played by Will Smith's daughter. Yes. Willow Smith. Right, yeah. I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like... Also, coincidentally, the bad guys find his house and mm. rush it and break in. And, mm-hmm. this, and this is a big action scene. And we come to the climax. Before you get to that, did you notice that it's his own defences explosions that he set that seemed to make the house vulnerable. If he hadn't set off those explosions, the shutters on the windows wouldn't have broken. Oh, you reckon? Okay. I, yeah. I think he'd been better off not blowing those bombs up outside his own house. Mm. I see. Because I think that's how the infected got in. Anyway, that's just the point I thought. I seem like mm. I'm picking fault with this, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so they work their way down to the lab they have in the basement and mm. lock themselves in a sort of containment room and they find that the zombie slash vampire whatever has been cured by his blood or some such yeah. well then they're like oh what, what do we do with this information we haven't got time to do anything and it's a bit of a oh wow but how do we go about I don't know, doing anything. How do we go about not dying and preserving this information at the Mm, same time? Which then leads on to what I think is the world's stupidest sacrifice ending. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Where he dies for the cause and had no reason to whatsoever. He didn't have to, did he? No, No, not at all. He blows up the room. Yeah. Why couldn't he get in the thing as well? And well, then because they, the... they know that he's in, they're in there because they've just seen him go in there. But they would have all blown up, so that wouldn't matter. I guess you could, I guess you could he time could it have... by throwing the nade, and then yeah. when the gla- th- glass is breaking at the right time, I suppose. I don't know. But the point was, he, mm. he broke the glass with head honcho guy so that they would die in the explosion as well. Whereas the <laughs> bulletproof glass, uh, if the grenade went off before it broke, then it wouldn't have killed them or something like that. I don't know. That's what I got for yeah. it. That's why you went into it. Yeah, I think I'd have tried the other option myself, but <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and tried to have the have the door, the little secret door, a little bit open, and wait for the glass to break and throw the grenade out. Mm. Yeah, but have you guys taken the effort to look to watch the alternative ending of this film? I did. Oh, no, wow! Yes. <laughs> yeah, did you prefer that option. I kind of did, but I don't know how they finish it. How does it end? You see them driving off together, don't you? You don't see them arrive at the other camp, do you? You oh. see them driving. Yeah, have you seen it, Devon? No. What's it? Okay. So there's an alternate ending where instead of him crazily smashing his head against the grass, yeah. um, Will Smith brings out his... Oh yeah, before I should have said, nearing the middle of the film, Will Smith uh, captures one of the vampires, and it's a woman, and he start, he's testing his cures on her. And it turns out that the reason these vampire zombie people have been coming after him so hard is because he happens to have stolen the, the head honcho bad guy's wife? I, don't know, I think... Mate, well, I, I think... I think daughter. Oh, really? Daughter? Okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I read somewhere that there was speculation it could have been her daughter, his daughter. Mm. Fair enough. Because, because of the butterfly connection. Remember, his daughter made the symbol of a butterfly. And then the... the um, by the way, nobody's calling them vampires. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, dark, the Dark Seeker. Yeah, but we're not reviewing the book. <laughs> uh, the Dark Seeker also makes the... Um, in the... Um, alternative ending he yes. makes the marks with his hands of a butterfly on the glass ah oh, okay 
huh. but in in the actual released ending the cracks in the glass form the shape of a butterfly so it disconnects that butterfly symbolism mm. from the dark seeker the alpha zombie and and so it, it means it's less connected to the zombie than it is to him the butterfly symbolism yeah i didn't even but see that the, wow in the alternative one he, he he makes this shape on the glass of a butterfly and so it's almost as if he know it's like a daughter connection mm. with with the with the healing infected woman presuming to be her, her, her his daughter yeah so in his alternate the, ending the side of the glass. yeah on the alternate ending he pushes the car out he opens the door slowly it's very tense very, very, tense, very tense thing pushes the car out slowly and um and yeah i don't know they're okay with it in the end they just walk off and they walk off walk off with the healing infected woman right um and i guess and, the implication uh, with that is that maybe they just cure themselves because she's cured maybe the cure spreads well, like a yeah, virus i don't know could be but it shows that there is some inkling of humanity still within the um hemocrites hemocytes yeah sorry. i mean they think they care about <laughs> family and they care about hierarchies yeah. as well having a head honcho yeah and they know how to yeah. use dogs as pets and things like that yeah like they're, they're not yet average zombies that you'd see in a film they're not brainless are they no. yeah. i wanted to talk briefly about the budget um okay <laughs> Go on. they spent 150 million on it and they got 585 million so it was a and at Worth the box one. office, obviously, they get more in reality. But yeah, so that's pretty uh, successful. Huge success. Good, good mm. return. Yeah. I think it's easy to find fault with, and I've done a lot of that here, but also very easy to enjoy. Yeah, I mean, it's an, um, it's an action thriller film, and it's hard yeah, to find a thriller film that, problems, yeah, that doesn't have its problems, yeah. because... Life isn't actually that thrilling if you think about it. Ouch. There's, there's, um, they have to create scenarios that wouldn't be very plausible. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, some that could be avoided, like with the helicopter thing, whatever. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. overall, I think it was a good film too. It's enjoyable, you see. I think they did a good job of it. Yeah. There's I a lot of attention to detail as well. Will Smith did a good job in his role. I, I, I felt for him. He's a good character. Well played, I think. Yeah. And I, I wasn't thrown by some of the special effects. I thought generally they were quite convincing that um, maybe I should look more closely. I mean, if it was released today, then yeah, I'd be like, oh, what, what is this trash? You know? But. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for 2007, uh, I guess it's passable. So, how many people hanging off helicopters out of 10 do you get? <laughs> <laughs> well, I counted six, but I might go a little bit more than that. I think there was only about six in the film. I, I, okay, I'm heading towards an eight, I think, eight oh, wow. out of 10. Oh, yeah. yeah, I liked it that much, yeah. Brilliant. I was going to give it a 7.5. I would give it an eight as well. I like it. I, I liked it more before I read the book, really enough. Oh, really? And. And on reflection, maybe that's maybe because I know more about films now and I see pacing issues with this and it's mm-hmm. weird. I don't know. Yeah. Eight people hanging off helicopters out of ten for me. <laughs> yeah. Still quite good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very good. But uh, yeah, like you said, in plausibility, you're going to have to take a, a rain check, aren't you? you just got to mm-hmm. enjoy what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes you watch an action film, you sort of call it a thriller, maybe more like more towards the action end of that you sometimes you know you're gonna have to disengage your own brain to get any enjoyment out of it with this my game my brain my brain was fully engaged i was intrigued by this scenario this what how did we get here um you know um as i say the environments were were very uh, immersive visceral 
Um, yeah, very immersive. Yeah, but very. I, I, I'm, I'm love all that. You know. I, yeah. I, yeah. It, yeah. It's set, I know it's, it's set not the real, world very well. I, yeah. Yeah. I, obviously, it's a film, but I, I pictured the scenario that gets. Why is that car on its side and it's? All, yeah. You know what I mean? What, what, what's the story behind each and every bit of the uh, um, setting? You know that we're looking mm. at. Which is why I've enjoyed playing the Last of Us games because that's a similar story. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Would yeah. you would you want to live in the I Am Legend world? Not really. No, I wouldn't mind living in that place where they end up at the very end of the film. That seems quite nice. <laughs> a little small village. You can't drive oh. any Ferraris in a small village. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't a Ferrari, wasn't it? A Mustang. Is it? Uh, yeah, it was a Mustang or something. Yeah, yeah. It could be whatever he wants. Yeah, but you should know it was a Mustang. Yeah, Devon. Your um, name being Ford, you know. Anyway, can we presume? I'm I'm also intrigued by what's the rest of the world doing while this is happening. Is the rest of the world because they cut off uh, Long Island, didn't they? New York, yeah, in an attempt to prevent it spreading, and it seems as though that didn't work, doesn't it? Yeah, because. But- why would the the place that she ends up at the very final scene be so isolated and, and impenetrable if the infection hadn't spread further? Do we know what the rest of the world is like? They didn't mention it, did they? And I think that would have been quite interesting. Maybe it's just a yeah. American centric film, and that's all you got to worry about. America. I feel like that's that's part. That's like a device that you could use as well to create the attention as well, because you you don't know if it is the end of the world right now or if it is just his story. Do you know if you can expect help anytime soon? He doesn't know at all. Because I'd say he's lost contact with anyone. So maybe he's also half holding out for that as well. Maybe there's people a few miles away trying to help me or something. I mean, the tagline for this film was the last man on earth is not not alone. I I was just (laughs) trying to find that. I was just looking for that information. But then what's the chances that he runs into the lady? Like, uh, There's got to be like small groups of people still out there. Yeah. Maybe none of these... Uh, scientists, people, general peoples, but yeah. he's buff as well. What's that? I don't understand. He's just the best guy ever. Yeah, yeah. He's got the he's classic got little... Will Smith role. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's doing his pull-ups, isn't he? At one yeah. Thing. I've just yeah. read somebody's written on IMDb about it. Um, the the nineteen fifty four sci fi vampire novel I Am Legend, which is probably the one that you're reading yeah. by Richard Matheson, has now been filmed three times as the Last Man on Earth in 1964, oh. originally scripted by Matheson himself, um, and as the Amiga Man in 1971, without the vampire elements, and now with the original title and the expansive sets and special effects. So that's the one we've been talking about today, I Am Legend. Yeah, mm. so The Last Man on Earth is vampires as well. So there's one book and three films. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even know. I didn't know that the Amiga Man was a sequel to another version. Yeah, not a sequel, a remake of another version. Yeah, is that a wrap? I think it is. I yeah. think we've given that a fair go. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we did yeah. try, didn't we? I think we liked it. Yeah, it was good. Definitely, we pulled it to pieces, but we still enjoyed it. Yeah. If you guys have anything to say about um, this film then please let us know. You can obviously write into us or comment or do all these kind of things. It's quite easy um, to get in contact. For next review episode, we are going to, apparently, by po- mm-hmm. due to popular demand, review <laughs> an album by 21 Pilots called Scaled and Icy. Is that right? Icy. Is that right? Scaled and Icy? Yeah. I will be told if it's not. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah. I definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I can check. Do you want me to check? <laughs> <laughs> Scaled and icy, yeah. Yeah, I scaled and icy. Brilliant. Great. Um, so please feel free, listeners, to listen to that and write in um, under this comment section or to our Twitter or Facebook or email or whatever, anything you fancy, mm. and tell us what you think about it or any suggestions um, or anything. Yeah, we'll be happy to potentially read out your comment to the rest of the world or not. And, and all those contact points are available in the description. Yes. Thank you. If you're not going to say them, we'll tell them where they are. Yeah, I think everyone knows by now, though. Like, what if you've just appeared on? If you just alighted on this marvelous piece of podcast without if ever seeing it, if you've never touched you YouTube before and you don't know the comment section exists, yeah, then yeah exactly. I suppose. And we're the first YouTube video you've ever looked at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you scroll down on the little scroll thing at the right hand side, then you'll be able to get to the comment section, or better yet, yeah. the description to find out other yeah. links. And the little thumbs up thing gives you a hundred pounds cash. Don't, yeah, don't even just, just click. Yeah. And if you are new to us and you weren't that bothered about what we've talked about, don't forget we don't just talk about films and science fiction and zombies. We talk about um, video games. We talk about music, which we'll be doing on our next review podcast. We talk about technology and TV shows and books. And amongst and in amongst all of that, there's a big great big smattering of our christian faith and how that impacts the stuff that we otherwise listen to watch and enjoy yes is that a good summary that yeah it's a good pitch yeah. oh thanks yeah so don't be put off by one subject is what i'm saying keep listening keep watching and you'll uh, hopefully find something you enjoy cool and i guess that's it see you in a bit <laughs>